Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about the tool called Act As If. When Lawrence was passed over for promotion to vice president, the feedback was clear. His expertise was top-notch. His executive presence was not. He just doesn't feel like one of our vice presidents, the CEO told me. Lawrence vowed that by the end of the coaching, he'd look more vice presidential than any of the vice presidents. With lips thinned in determination, he asked, What do I need to do to feel like a VP? I answered by giving him the following homework. When you're with your VPs, watch them like a video camera. Make a list with two columns. In one column, list all the behaviors they're doing that you do too. In the other column, list all the behaviors they're doing that you're not doing. At our next session, we'll compare the columns. Many people have trouble observing behavior, but Lawrence was masterful. His list of the vice presidential behaviors that he was already doing had four points. Leaning forward at meetings, strong eye contact, stillness, and authentic listening. Of even more interest to me was the list of behaviors he'd observed but that he wasn't doing. He had three. Able to simplify and clarify complex ideas, conciseness, and an ability to ask powerful questions. After he'd read me that column, I said, If we can get you to do those three behaviors, you'll look vice-presidential, right? He agreed. This exercise in observable behavior is called act as if. For Lawrence, it meant act as if you're already a vice president. Act as if is a basic tool among actors. It's why, prior to filming a war movie, actors spend a month living with Marines. They can observe, practice, and integrate behaviors that otherwise would be quite foreign to them. That three-step process is important. First, observe. Second, practice. Third, integrate. Now, that's a great formula for creating new behaviors. But for those of us in the workplace, it carries risks that actors don't face. Before actors try out their new behaviors in front of a camera or an audience, they get to do step two, practice, in private. But those of us who are actors on the corporate stage don't get that luxury. Our first attempt at practicing is usually in front of people who have no idea we're trying to execute new behavior that might still be a little unrefined. So when it comes to step number one, observing behaviors, I tell people do it anytime, any place. But when it comes to step number two, practice, I tell people to choose low-risk settings, a one-on-one -on -one meeting with a direct report, over lunch with a close colleague, at home on the weekend. Low-risk settings allow you to devote part of your attention to actually doing the practice. And if it doesn't go so well, well, the price to pay for it is minimal. The final step, integration, comes after lots of practice. You know a behavior is becoming integrated when less of your attention is required to get the same results. At that point, the behavior is moving from the realm of the conscious to the unconscious. It's becoming a new habit. Now, earlier I said that act as if 
is an exercise in observable behaviors, and for Lawrence it was. But for Martin it wasn't. At least, he wasn't observing the behavior of others. Martin was the head of a large IT group. The HR executive who contacted me about helping him said he was a nice guy who was so boring people couldn't listen to him. She laughingly said the company was thinking about giving out caffeine pills prior to his staff meetings. I began to understand what she meant at my very first meeting. When I would ask Martin a simple yes-no question, he would drone out long, complex sentences with an expressionless face. Staying connected to him was virtually impossible because he didn't seem connected to himself. I wanted to break his dull demeanor. Surely, I thought, he has to be passionate about something. I began to probe about his kids, his church, his hometown, his personal causes. Every inquiry was met with a lifeless monologue that kept me struggling to stay tuned in. Then, during our third session, he happened to mention ATVs. At first, I thought ATV was yet another of his arcane IT acronyms, but in context, that didn't make sense. When I asked, he told me ATV stood for All-Terrain Vehicle. Now I was genuinely intrigued. You see, Martin was extremely tall. He was also a polio survivor. He wore metal braces on one leg and walked with metal crutches. If this guy was folding himself into some ATV, I wanted to hear about it. I began asking all about this hobby of his, and lo and behold, he came alive. His speech accelerated, his face became expressive, and he began to gesture. Suddenly there was no doubt that he cared about what he was talking about. It was as if he had suddenly found his passion. This is the other way act as if can work. Instead of looking to the outside world for behaviors to emulate, you can look inward for places where the desired behavior already exists within you. Let's imagine that people want you to be more confident in client meetings. You could observe behaviors in others that appear to be confident. That would be good. But you could also look to your own life for areas where you are naturally confident. For example, maybe you're confident in the kitchen, or around animals, or discussing sports. Observe yourself when you're talking about those things. What do you sound like? What do you look like? How does it feel? Then, as you think about those client meetings... You want to imagine yourself acting as if you're in the kitchen or around animals or discussing sports. In other words, you want to transfer behavior that's already organically yours from one situation to another. Actors do this all the time. The actor playing Romeo discovers the supposedly dead body of Juliet. For the next 40 lines of verse, he has to grieve for her. Now, intellectually, the actor knows the actress isn't dead, and most likely when he's offstage, he isn't really in love with her. But he acts as if that body is the body of someone he adores who's dead. He's connecting with feelings that already live within him. As an actor on the corporate stage, your audience is all around you. You're making impressions all day long. The act-as-if tool is designed specifically to help you be perceived the way you want to be perceived, which, after all, is at the heart of the look and sound of leadership.
All our podcasts are intended to help you be perceived the way you want to be perceived. You can find our podcasts on our website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That will take you to a searchable archive of our podcasts and more than four years of executive coaching tips. From the archive, you can also download PDFs of every tip to save for yourself or forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.